Welcome to the Commercial Athlete Podcast, where we talk all things athlete branding and sports marketing. Listen in to hear all the latest industry news, personal stories, and career advice. Join Agency X Directors, myself, Lee Carlsadine, and marketing gun, Carly Green Medina. Welcome to the Commercial Athlete Podcast. Today, we're joined by Brisbane Raw footballer, Jack Hingott. Jack is an 11-year A-League player, spending nine seasons in Brisbane playing for the Brisbane Raw. Currently on the journey back from an ACL injury, Jack and good friend Asaka Cernak have launched a luxury bag company, One Nine. Using their athlete brands to help sell and promote their product, Jack is also not shy when approaching brands. Welcome to the show. <laughs> so, um, some of the free products, because I, I think it's careful not to devalue free products as yeah. well, it's about aligning with the right brands and yeah. that. And you've done a really good job with that. Yeah. So do you want to talk about some of the different free products that you've been able to get? Yep. And that is value to that because if you had to actually buy that, there's yeah. significant cost oh, involved in of some course. of these things. And I'm not saying that you should stick your nose up to some, when someone's no. offering no, you no, something free. I've taken, no, no. I've taken so many freebies <laughs> in my oh, life. Of course. Of course. All that, all I was, what I was meaning was that when you do you know, you know, get these opportunities to get something for free, but try and do it with a company that you – you want to be yeah. aligned with, mm. um, not just because of, oh, I'll just get that free because. It's, yeah. it's, it's someone that you want to be aligned with as well. Um, but I've had some awesome things. I've got like a new mattress at home that I'm loving from Koala Mattresses. Um, obviously, spon- uh, my, one of my main sponsors is Puma, and um, they're awesome. And I've, I've been with them for five years now. They've been looking after me really, really well. And it's, it's not, again, it's not about using them for something, them using me. It's about working together and creating that rela- relationship. Um, and I've been I've been loving that. Um, so there's there's definitely a few opportunities that have come my way since we've started working together. And um, there's also been early on there was a few negative ones as well that I had to be careful of. So <laughs> Carly saved me. Carly saved me at least uh, once before. Um, yeah. I think, and we won't name the brand. No, no, we won't name names. I think that's a really good example actually um, for you to bring up of what can go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think before you do that, I, I think that it's it's important because you don't know where that initial relationship goes, and, and it yeah. could be a free product, but as long as it's on point with your brand, yeah. you know, a pair of shoes, you know, athletic gear, whatever. I, yeah. I a classic example for me was someone reached out to me, a, a company reached out to me, um, and said, "Do you want a free pair of shorts?" Mm. And three years later, I've got a contract with them, and we've got a great working relationship because yeah. when I reached out to them, I said, "Look." That's great. Is there any opportunity for us to move forward and work? I love your brand. I've had a good look at it. Yeah. I want to work together with it, and let's see what, where we can go with this. Yeah. Let's let's look at a six month contract, even if it's only product only. And yeah. then, as soon as you start forming that relationship, you'll find out sooner or later whether that's a long term, yeah. you know, uh, worth worth pursuing yeah. in the long term yeah. or not. So, yeah. um, I've experienced it myself. Where again, we're not saying knock back freebies, but make sure yeah. that if you do cho- choose a freebie it's on point with your brand and that in the back of your mind you, you want to talk to the people and you know the people within the organization and say can we you know yeah. roll this out for a bit longer than a one-off campaign a one-off campaign yeah. doesn't do anything for anybody i yeah. believe no. unless and they go wide with a lot of influences yeah. and just want to get that name out there but to to establish a relationship you're with puma for five years people will know that you're sponsored by them yeah you know that instead of just a one-off post yeah. shoes thank you very much see you later and then yeah. next month you you know you, you're posting you got a free pair of adidas and then a month later you got a pair of nikes or whatever yeah. Yeah. you know and, and adding to what you just said long-term mm. um relationships which you also said jack and then also that freebies can turn into paid yeah of course of course and i've had some to tell us about the doozies 
<laughs> Charlie knows one that she helped me out with a fair bit, didn't you? Save me. But um, the other thing I was going to say right now as well, or recently with my injury, I've had opportunities where brands have approached me after seeing I've been injured and they've, like I've, I did something with Compex and they've sent me a um, machine that's really helped me throughout my rehab. And at the time when I kind of needed it most, I would never have got these opportunities without all the branding, without um, raising my profile um, and doing all the, all the things that we've been doing together. It's, it's something that would never have come up for me. So, and, it's, and it's helped me with my career because it's helped me get through this rehab and it's helped me get back on the pitch quicker than I probably would have if I didn't have these types of things. And that's the thing, because you know, you, your brand is on point. And I've had a look at your social media and I've had a look at how you position yourself. People yep. know and organisations know that you know, Jack's injured, okay. And if you're a rehab centre or a massage yeah. place or whatever it is that is that looks after athletes or looks after people with regards to rehab, you thought, you know what, there's an opportunity there. I can connect up with Jack. There might be an opportunity moving forward. And all of a sudden, yep. your your brand is going from, you know, sort of apparel, um, obviously your business, and we'll get yep. to talk about that in a second, but also part of your rehab. It's part of mine at the moment. And Carly, you said to me, You've got to get out there more, and you've got to show people that you started. You're part, you know, you're starting your rehab process. And for me, I'm th- thinking in the back of my mind, oh, that's just boring as batshit. No mm. one wants to see me lift a broomstick like four inches. But yeah. that's part of the process. Yeah. Since Carly said that, some people that I know in that wellness center have reached out to me and said, "Here you go. This this might help." Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden, you've created another little market there for yourself. So, yeah, yeah it's it's interesting. Um, we, we're not running out of time, but I really want to get on to um, – have you got anything else to say? Because I want to get on about your business and talk a bit about yeah, that. one uh, night. We're, we're we've, sort of, yes. we've spoken up oh, the no. doozy, so we have to quickly tell it. <laughs> okay, I think yeah, like yeah, we yeah. can't <laughs> not tell it now. So I think just in uh, key lesson out of that. I just think it's important when you do work with someone, you make sure you – you have someone that you trust and someone that's more qualified than myself <laughs> or you, depending on who you are, um, that knows a bit more about the back end of, of business type of, of decisions that you make and contracts and whatnot um, to make sure you get someone that you, you trust to look through things because if I didn't get Carly to look through some things for me in the past, I might have been in a bit of trouble. But uh, she managed to save me, didn't you? <laughs> All right, so exciting. Now we get to the point where we get to talk about one nine. Um your business that you've launched with good friend of yours and ours, Asaka Sernak. So yep. tell us about the journey of One Night. Yeah, so you mentioned Asaka. He's, he's one of my best mates. We actually played together at North Queensland Fury. Um, so we've been great mates since. And we've got a few jokes going on at the moment that we actually uh, speak to each other more than our own uh, partners at the moment. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been good, but it's been, it's been hard work starting a, starting a new business. And I've learned so much. I've enjoyed it, but I've learned a lot about... Um, you know, running a business, starting a business, it's been a lot of effort. But as we spoke about before, having something going on in the background, going through such a long rehab, as we mentioned, it's it's been awesome for me to be able to focus on this as well. Um, obviously, my rehab's been number one priority for me, but there's only so much you can, only so much rehab you can do every day. So I did have a fair bit of spare time while I was coming back, and it's enabled me to to get this business going. So. I'll tell you how, how it all started. We, um, Saka and I, being athletes, always travelling. Initially, we spoke about, you know, coming up with a new business where we, you know, we make luxury bags, backpacks, wash bags, toiletry bags, that, that, that type of thing um, because we are always on the go and on the move and we know that athletes love that sort of thing. So initially, we did speak about that, but then it kind of sprung on us that, that there was a bit of a, a gap in the market and um, it started from... 
you know, being at a coffee with our with some of our teammates in between in between sessions, we always go for a coffee or go for lunch or whatnot. And we started to notice that a few of our mates would um, would turn up to coffees carrying their wife's nappy bag, um, <laughs> which might be floral, just doesn't look great on them. Um, and as you can imagine, there is always a fair bit of banter flying around at the changing room. And imagine one of the boys turning up to a coffee with a whole team there carrying his wife's nappy bag. Um, Brutal. He, he, yeah, he, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, he got hammered, um, but it does go both ways. Um, so we we kind of decided that we should have a look into that. Um, and we did notice that there was such a big gap in the market and everything we'd seen, especially within Australia, in terms of nappy bags, had been all marketed towards women. Um, it was all through women's brands. A few of them did do a, a unisex nappy bag or nappy backpack, um, but it was all still through a women's brand or or marketed mainly to women so we thought why not why don't we start our own brand that's marketed to all parents not just women not just dads but we want to create something that men and women both will want to use um and the way that parenting's going at the moment it's we're, we're trying to highlight the diversity of modern parenting so um we've we've decided to create a luxury high-end backpack nappy backpack that is marketed to all all parents regardless of race gender sexuality it doesn't matter to us it's it's something that we want to support the we want to support modern parents so um that's what we've done and we've launched a couple of weeks ago so it's been been very exciting um i don't have i don't actually have a child yet but um getting getting to that age and getting to that point where we are starting to think about that and same with asaka um so we're kind of just trying to create something that's going to be awesome for us to have as well when we <laughs> when we do uh, when that time does come so we've had great feedback um and everyone's you know told us how how much of a great idea it's been and everything so it's been it's been awesome and it's been really positive so we're, we're off the mark but yeah I've, I've learned a lot the part that i love about one nine and i think you have to explain where one nine comes from as yep. well but how you've developed the brand of one nine and that you are this all-inclusive brand mm-hmm. What really struck me about that is it's so aligned to you and Asaka's values. That's yep. who you guys are. Yep. And like it's, it's, it's core to both yep. of your personalities. And I think this brand is such a reflection of the both of you, which is yep. such a credit that yep. you've done that. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I think it would have been hard for us to actually come up with this and kind of brand the, the business in this way if it wasn't what we were like as well because we're obviously representing who we are through the brand. Um, so as I said before, it's, it has been awesome and it has it, the main, the main um, point behind this and the main value is that, again, it's for all parents. It's not just for mums. It's not just for dads. It doesn't matter what, what type of parent you are. Um, it matters that it's, it's something that is for all parents and hopefully that one, something that everyone can use and all parents can use. Um, so it has, it, has been, it has been great so far. We've, like I said, we've just taken off, so hopefully um, we continue to grow. But, yeah, I've, I've been loving it and I've been loving learning learning um new things every day um and yeah being stuck on the phone to Osaka for hours every day has been <laughs> been fun most of the time um I'm sure we'll get pretty sick of each other soon but um yeah no it's, it's been awesome and I'm loving it and what would you recommend to athletes because you are doing it now you are what they call a dual career athlete yep. um you're an entrepreneur and a f- professional athlete yep. what's the key message that you'd give to another athlete who's thinking about it Go for it. I don't think there should be... Don't let anything hold you back. You you don't know until you've actually tried it. So you have to go for it. 
if you do find down the track that it is something that you you're not enjoying you can always take a step back but if you don't if you don't go through with it and you don't take a risk and you don't go for it it's it might be something that you look back on in a few years time or towards like later on in your life and you look back and you say i wish i did this or i should have at least tried it because you don't know until you until you do try it so and and to be honest i think it's something having something else going on off the pitch helps your performance on the pitch as well it's not just about just 24 7 just football it's it's important to have that little getaway as well um and again i'm not saying that football is not my number one priority because it is and it always will be while i'm playing Mm -hmm. so um it's important to have something else going on i think it can actually enhance your performance as well i think the research shows that that research is is clear that having a balanced lifestyle and whether that is spending time with the family a hobby or a business definitely improves your performances on the field as well and also you know off the field you know in terms of just having that all-round, uh, I don't know, mentality around you, you as a person as well. And I think mm-hmm. another thing you said there is action, just get started. Yeah. You know, a lot of us wait for the right time to get started in a business. We have a look at this, we develop a business plan. We thought, no, the yeah. timing's not right or yeah. don't have the money or the opportunity's just not there at the moment. Just get started. And your business might pivot in six months' time and you might develop new products or whatever and you don't know how that business is going to look in 12 months, 24 months. But unless you get started, you will kick yourself if in 24 months down the track someone else has come up with an idea and actually starting to go well and you think, I had that idea and I did nothing about it as well. And the time in which you sat down with your good mate and said, I've got an idea – to where we are now yep. obviously that would have taken a bit of time there's a lot yep. of processes in you know i've got an yep. idea what do you reckon about this <laughs> and then yeah. just that and i'm really fascinated by that initial discussion you might have been on a plane somewhere you might have been in a coffee shop and thought you know what let's sit down and chat to to the point where you've now launched it yeah um good timing by the way yeah <laughs> very <laughs> good timing. <laughs> i very think that's time. i think that that process is is fascinating yeah. as well yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things i've learned about business as well is that it's all, like as you said it's always changing and you always have to be able to adjust and there's things that are going to come up that you didn't even think of um and it's how you kind of adjust to that and and that's what we've been learning as we go like initially for us it would have been perfect for us to launch leading up to father's day um again as it is a bag that is awesome for dads because it's one that you know mums and dads can use dads and dads can use mums and mums can use it's um it's it's a bag for everyone and it's a bag that i think has been lacking more so for dads um on the market so um yeah father's day would have been awesome but again it just the timing wasn't right we we couldn't get there and we just kept working and working and working and, and now we've managed to launch um leading into christmas so it's the timing hasn't been too bad in the in the end but again it wasn't what we initially planned so how long from original conversation to now i reckon a bit over a year yeah. it's been that's pretty uh, good that's yeah. that's yeah, pretty probably, quick probably yeah. almost a year and a half i think considering and dealing with china yeah doing samples yeah. And back and forth yeah and, and also playing as well as rehab <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's um it has been tough and it's been challenging at times and and we've managed to do you know most of it ourselves with the help of people like carly um so it's it has been a, a lot of learning for us but it's something that we've done a lot ourselves too and we wanted to because we wanted to learn and we wanted to be involved and we wanted to see how things worked um we didn't just want to you know we wanted to with it's, it's, a, it's not just about like cutting costs and that type of thing it's something that we wanted to learn how to do rather than have to pay someone to do everything and then we kind of have no idea how things work because we've just paid someone to do it instead so um for us it's been it's been awesome and i'm, I'm loving it and yeah hopefully we continue to grow yeah 
your social media profile compared to a top level cricketer, you know, who's got millions of followers, you have extracted pretty much every opportunity out of your, I suppose, your social media following and your network. And so what I'm interested in is how you how you've expanded and how you've actually captured that. And also if you're a young sportsman wanting to get started, how do they get started with their branding? I mean, obviously you've got Carly here, which was great to, to set you on the right path and direction. Yep. But if I'm a 20-year-old athlete or 25-year athlete and I've got no idea, how do I get started? What I will say is everyone has a story and you just need to tell that story because that's what people want to know about you. And everyone has a different story, so you tell it. People are more interested in the person rather than the athlete these days. People see the athlete on the pitch. Yeah. They want to see who you are. They want to see that you love dogs. You know, you're yeah. RSPCA ambassador, yeah. that you're a business owner. They want yeah. to see that. There's a reason why behind there's a reason why behind the scenes footage actually is more popular than the actual content yeah. or the ad that actually is made because they want to see how things are done. They want to see what you do outside of the pitch. Yeah, so I think I, that's important. I agree 100% with that. People do only see us on the TV. If they come to a game, they see what we're like on the pitch. They know nothing about us off the pitch, what you're like as a person, unless you show them yourself. So I think it's important to, to get started as, as early as possible, grow your brand, show everyone who you are as a person, not just as an athlete, and that's when you'll start getting opportunities come your way. And would you say that you're a little bit smarter now with what you put out there? Like when your younger days, um, Instagram and, and social media, Facebook, yep. um, Twitter was all about just getting stuff out there. Now do you find yourself being a bit more strategic to saying, right, oh, I've got my key pillars. Every post or every message that I put out there is, is based around that message? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and Carly's helped me out with that. Um, it comes back to identifying who you are as a person again, what your values are and sharing that with with everyone because as you said they don't get to see that they only get to see what you put out there i don't see you doing too many uh posts of you doing shots with your mates at a bar no, and definitely like not that, so. <laughs> definitely a, that's definitely a no-no as an as an athlete um, and, and that's had, important we've had talks about that in the past because we've had some young players coming through that have posted things like that mm. and because they might have thought you know i'm young i don't have a big following yet no one really knows or cares too much um, but then when you do get to that point where you are starting to get noticed, people look back at all that stuff and they'll go, oh, look at this post from a year or two years ago or something like that. And, um, and it can come back to bite you, yeah, definitely. So finding those key pillars of what your interests are, tell that story and then being strategic with what you actually post out there as well. I think that's really important because that'll get the message out there very quickly. Yeah, definitely. Well, awesome. it's, it's been a really good chat, Jack. I've, I've sort of obviously Carly and y- yourself have got a, a stronger relationship than ourselves. First time we met today. But um, I think you're probably the model modern day athlete with regards to the way that you play the game, the way that you conduct yourself off the field, the way that you're branding yourself and also the way that you're getting stuck into business, you know, comes sort of the back end of your career. You should be very proud of yourself, mate. Um, congratulations and uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's been great to meet you and uh, thanks for having me. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for listening to the Commercial Athlete Podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, give us your comments and tell us what you want to hear more of. Catch you next time. And if you want to connect with us, Agency X on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Thank you.